And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it at Hale Varsity Radio. Jacob Padilla with us. Talks from Nebraska Creighton at Jacob Padilla underscore. He's on the scene tonight with Hale Varsity and Herdant Sports for Husker Volleyball at, of course, high school basketball. Jacob knows uh, more than anybody uh, when we talk high school hoops. Jacob, uh, busy weekend for you. How's it going? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just getting ready to get started here on the way down to the Vandy Center to uh, start the weekend with some NCAA tournament volleyball. Probably hit up some high school basketball tomorrow. Obviously, we've got uh, Nebraska Creighton on Sunday. So, a lot going on this weekend and excited to be there for all of it. Well, let's get into Nebraska Creighton. And what's your gut tell you? What do you feel about this ball game? <laughs> It's interesting. I think back when uh, Nebraska first hired Fred Hoiberg, kind of the thought was, oh, this, this series, the uh, interstate series, might uh, have a chance to be pretty fun, both, both playing up-tempo, um, spread it out, a lot of threes, like that type of basketball. And obviously that has not been the case for the first four years of Fred Hoiberg's tenure, where he's just been kind of struggling to find a foothold uh, and just having to adjust to whatever worked uh, for, for the team that he had at the time, as opposed to just kind of be able to play traditional Fred Hoiberg style. Well, you look at these teams right now, and uh, I think you look at Kempom, Korean is 19th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Nebraska is 22nd. So uh, we might actually have a chance to have a fun, up-tempo, uh, high-scoring affair in this game, which is definitely a departure from what we saw in this game a year ago. Jacob Padilla with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Jacob, when you look at last year's game, that felt like kind of a proof-of-concept game for Fred Hoiberg. After years of struggling, getting the right team, the right system together at Nebraska, he gets that win against Creighton. I think a lot of Husker fans exhaled and felt like, you know what, okay, maybe Fred can do it around here. What do you think the stakes are in this game this year? Could this be a a defining potential win for, for Fred Hoiberg during his tenure at Nebraska if he can get it done on Sunday? Yeah, I mean... Last year, just kind of with the way it turned out, where the injuries forced him to kind of regroup midseason, completely change the, um, the, the style of the team and the way they were playing. I, while that, that Creighton game was meaningful for the fans last year, I, it ultimately didn't really matter in the long grand scheme of things because Nebraska just couldn't quite get to the level where good wins matter, and it didn't necessarily jumpstart anything because of everything they went through after that. So um, right now you're sitting there at 7-0, and got a chance to uh, put together some kind of postseason resume. This would be a big uh, win for Nebraska. Creighton's um, obviously a top 15 team. Uh, they had the, the rush showing down in Kansas City against Colorado State, but bounced back um, and won, uh, kind of controlled that thing throughout much of the game against at Oklahoma State in the first road match. Um, and now – Nebraska gets to, to host Creighton in their own gym, and it'll be definitely the the most uh, raucous environment that Creighton's played in in terms of uh, opposing fans. Because Oklahoma State Arena was pretty empty uh, last night, um, and we know Nebraska sold out. Uh, so I, I think this is kind of a chance to put a big win on the resume as you look ahead. Whereas last year it was more just kind of a one-off, like, yes, great win for the fans and for Fred Hoiberg and for Sam Griso in particular, 
was it was meaningful in itself, but in, for the full season, uh, it didn't really catapult Nebraska on to anything else. This would be Nebraska's first big win of the season. Right now, you look at Duke Duquesne as really the only good team that Nebraska has faced, that you can say. Um, every other win was just them taking care of business against a team that's not as good as them. Uh, Duquesne was the first top 100 team they beat. So uh, Creighton is quite a step up from Duquesne. And so now this is kind of a, a, a prove-it game. Like, yes, Nebraska is here to stay, or was it uh, kind of a result of how the schedule fell so far this season, the improvement that we've seen so far? Jacob Padilla is with us on Hill Varsity Radio. And, Jacob, who's your pick for Nebraska offensively to really have a good game against this Creighton team? Because I feel like you could go a couple of different directions, and I'm interested to hear your opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with that a little bit just because the, the matchups are really intriguing. The uh, the playing styles are really intriguing. Like um, I, in Nebraska has been so balanced so far. Like you look at them on the season, you've got four guys averaging fourteen to fifteen points a game, um, and it really has been all right. This guy's having a big day, so we're going to feed him. Oh, this guy's got a good matchup, so we're going here. Oh, uh, Rink's got a looking inside, so we'll play through him. Like. It has been a team that has really been able to ride the hot hand this year. Um, it, it, there isn't one guy that you're looking at, okay, that's the guy that we're playing for night in, night out. Um, so I, I'm having a tough time. Like, it really could be any of those guys. The, the front court matchups are really interesting in terms of, all right, how is Nebraska going to attack Creighton's drop? And in turn, how does uh, Creighton choose to match up with their big, where you've got Alec and Mass as both kind of Guys that can punish you at the rim as well as step out and, and knock down shots. Mass is more likely to take the threes than, than Alec is at this point. Um, so we'll see. Before, like, I, I think uh, Mass could have a, a good day, like, if he's doing it, if the threes are falling against the drop. But I think um, if he's got Colt Brenner on him and the threes aren't falling, he's going to have a tough time scoring against him inside. Um, I, I think it could be a case day game. Depending on how Nebraska, or rather how Crane chooses to defend Nebraska's guard, um, I, I think Trey Alexander is Crane's best perimeter defender. He's got long arms, um, good athlete, really competes on defense. Like if you put him on Casey and try to just kind of put the length on him as, and have Stephen Ashwood guard Jamarcus Lawrence, um, that that could be a tough one for for Casey. And in turn, that could create an opening for Lawrence, who hasn't really got going yet. Uh, I, I think Bryce Williams will have a good game for uh, Nebraska, and I think Baylor Shireman will have a good game for Creighton. We'll probably see those two kind of matching up, maybe cancel each other out somewhat. Um, they're not, not similar style, but similar in terms of 6-7 uh, kind of off-ball scoring wings that will initiate a little bit of offense, but they're, they're even better on the weak side when the ball swings to them. Um, so it, I think ultimately it will be it could be kind of whoever Alexander isn't guarding has a chance to maybe get some shots off against the way to create defense. Jacob, let's flip it around. What does Saturday mean for Creighton? Yeah, it's uh, obviously revenge for last year. Uh, they weren't at their best. And in, in that game, like Nebraska really did, uh, we, we saw a handful of teams succeed basically daring uh, Creighton to shoot threes shoot a bunch of threes. Um, they were really collapsing the paint on 
Ryan Kalkbrenner making his touches tough. They were cutting off the driving lanes, and Crane took 43, which is school record. And they just did not go in at nearly high enough rate to, to keep pace with Nebraska. We saw already that kind of work um, in the Colorado State game. Not to the same degree, but we saw Crane just not able to hit anything in that game. I don't know that that strategy will work again. So Crane, I think, kind of got their confidence back down at that Oklahoma State game. This is just kind of continuing to move forward. It's uh, Nebraska will probably be the, I mean, Nebraska-Iowa, probably one of those two, second-best team on Creighton's schedule to this point, um, with Colorado State being the first that they've shown so far. So um, the chance for Creighton to kind of spread water to, to, to be what people expect them to be and to get revenge for last season. Has Creighton been managing these expectations? I mean, how, how are they how are they dealing this season off of last year's incredible run? Yeah, I mean they they were fine up until that uh, that Colorado State game when everything just went wrong and they didn't handle it well. And they admitted they they didn't handle shots not going going in well. And that's really what the team has kind of been focusing on: the little things, uh, shoring up communication on defense. Um, trying to put a little bit more bite into what they are doing defensively, uh, kind of uh, fixing the little things that cost them in that Colorado State game that, that led to the thing snowballing when shots didn't fall. Um, that, that's something that last year's team kind of learned throughout the season, learned how to win when things weren't going well. And that Colorado State game was really the first sign of adversity because every other game this season, Korean's been able to flip a switch, go on a big run, and just bury the opponent, including that Iowa uh, game. So um, I, I think for the most part they've handled it all right, and that Colorado State game is kind of a, a wake of call. It's like, yeah, everything's been somewhat easy to this point. Uh, there's still days that we're going to go out go out and have to really earn it, and that would kind of lock them back that, I think, in terms of their preparation and what they're doing on the practice court. Jacob, last thought here before we get you out, a little under 90 seconds. Busy time of year for you with the end of volleyball season, the start of basketball season. We kicked off high school basketball season here locally in Lincoln last night, and I want to get your thoughts. A couple of teams, one or two that you're most excited to check out in the prep hoop scene this uh, this winter. <laughs> wow, that's tough. Uh, because, I mean, I think Class A is as open as it has been, where the, the top, like you look at that top five, preseason top five, like Bellevue uh, West, Miller North, Creighton Prep, Retina and Westside in some order, I think any of those teams could emerge as the number one team. I don't think that the talent level is to where Bellevue West was a year ago when they were 15 points better than anybody else they were going to play. And so I think that'll make for a much more intriguing season where you've got all those, those teams battling out. I think Kearney's going to be a really interesting team if you're looking for another team that can kind of uh, get in the mix there from outside kind of the metro area. They've got a, a transfer in from Arizona, Jacob Weber, 6'5", sophomore, that can really, really shoot the ball. And Ben Johnson is a guy that had a great season for them last year and has continued to get better. He's got some size, they've got some guard play. So I think Carney's a team that I'm interested to see what they look like and kind of how they come together and whether or not they can kind of crack into that, that, that top tier, I think. Jacob Adillo with his Hale Varsity, heard at sports. Follow him all weekend long, volleyball. Uh, Nebraska Creighton and, uh, of course, uh, high school basketball at Jacob Badilla underscore. Jacob, we'll see you soon. Thanks for the time. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Good stuff from Jacob. So negotiation time. Uh, I am trying to uh, talk Iowa Russ into Indy. He is saying, look, don't do that to me. Uh, Would you go to Indy tomorrow? Again, the choice is, are you cheering for Michigan, Iowa, or an asteroid? Our friends, Husker guys, have the Twitter poll going. Well, I know our friend Crew from the stream went to Lucas Oil last year wearing his Iowa gear and was blacked out by halftime, so probably (laughs) probably the right way to be. (laughs) Nice. Crew got after it, did he? You watched that first half, too. You didn't want to see anymore. You didn't want to remember any more of that game. blacked out. Leather Tito's, do it now. (laughs) Put it in the ivy. All right, forecast is on the way. Friday forecast with Hale Varsity.